Greetings. Welcome back. Another podcast with uh, Danny here. Uh, coming to you live from uh, sunny Southern California. Had to make a trip out from the foothills and uh, take care of some business. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, to, to uh, bring our sponsor, do a little little something on them. The 18 karat titanium rhino. It's the best. I stand behind it for for just a supplemental weekly you know part of your diet. Take it. It's it's, it's it performs just as good as that Mexican Viagra. And you know what? Just just a good product and you know you can get it at your your local smudge shop, truck stops, liquor stores, etc. etc. But Thank you, Rhino, for never letting me down. Anyway, I'd like to introduce our first our, our first time ever guest on the on the on the podcast. I'm sitting here with uh, my buddy Holmes, <laughs> tattoo guy, and uh, as you may have heard me heard me refer to him as the dog. But we're at the dog house right now. I'm getting a little work done, but uh, everybody say hello to to the dog. Hey, everybody out there. So yeah, this ain't gonna be no conventional podcast either. This is this is more along the lines of I'm out here visiting, but taking care of some personal business, and uh, I'm gonna head back to Arizona uh, Friday morning. But uh, I just thought this would be a good opportunity to uh, catch up with my buddy and shoot the shit and just kind of kind of do a podcast. What the hell? Right on. Sounds good. No, uh, we got some tattoo work. I got some uh, kind of a big piece he put on my arm, and uh, I gotta say this guy does good work. If you want to, you know, we're gonna get this. I'm gonna get a burner phone just for the podcast, and so I can have you know call-ins or uh, uh, you know that way I can return messages and what have yous, and then uh, we'll see if we can't evolve into something better from there, but. We're we're doing this all primitive right now, you know. I'm just I'm just getting into the feel the feel of it, if you will. But I've been getting a lot of good feedback from the podcast. I mean, shit, uh, you know. Every time I get nothing but good, 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 uh, positive reinforcement. Keep on doing it, man. Put out another one. Put out another one. I had one friend tell me that uh, it sounds like we're just drinking some beers around a campfire. You know, like we're just bullshitting. So that's the kind of that's the kind of effect I want to put out. So we're smoking that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a little of that. Hey, we're in California. It's legal. Anyhow, um, so hey, uh, dog, how, how did you get into tattoos, to, to tattooing, or becoming an artist? I know you you like them and stuff, but I mean, you you how did you evolve into? Cause you do pretty good work, man, and it's, it takes a special talent. Not just anybody can do that shit. I don't know. One time about 20 years ago or so, my friend wanted some tattoos, so I told him, I'm good, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept on going from there. We ain't stopped yet. Yeah, so, you know, good work. And, you know, if it's something too elaborate or something that's out of his range, he ain't going to just try and juke you out of your cash. He will, you know, he'll tell you, no, I can't do that, you know. But he has, don't let him fool you, he's got mad skills. Like, he, he he tries new shit 
you know, and like, like it's an opportunity for me, you know, I just, I get my shit tuned up or recolored that's faded that tattoos I've had for years. And at the same time, he gets a lot more practice because it's something you should probably do, you know, if not every day, every other day. And that keeps you, keeps you, uh, like fresh. Hone the skills. Yeah. But, uh, it's very nice today out here in California. It's hot. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's a little warm, but, I mean, the sky is blue. Shit. Um, I don't know. Did I screw up? No, we're still going. We're going. Uh, I, have a, I had a problem the other day. I was, I was laying down a podcast and, uh, I didn't keep my hand ready by the machine there or keep it, like, lit up and damn thing shut off and I don't know how long I was rambling on <laughs> felt like a, like a dummy no it's good to be out here catching up uh, uh, Patrick is out of the hospital everybody thanks for the prayers and all that shit uh, he's getting around uh, you know I just hope he makes some changes and he uh, he you know takes better care of himself cause you know we're on this planet for a real real short ass time it's it's just so important that you make the, all that you know all that time you do have count so it's the only thing we can't get back is time the most precious thing we have it is it really is I, sometimes i feel myself like i feel like a an old fuddy-duddy or whatever but if you start really think about human existence on the planet like from the scientific point of view like you know they've got a spectrum that's so long and they, if they put the like the human life, uh, uh, lifespan of a human on there, it'd be like, like a, uh, uh, it'd be a fraction of what a of a human hair is, on the timeline, you know. Yep. We don't, we're we're like bugs pretty much. You know, you step on a bug, you don't think shit. You just squash that bug like nothing. That's, and basically, if you look at it on a grander scale, humans are the same shit. I mean, they're just they're just part of a food chain. It's a cruel world, but I mean, we, for some reason, we're we're smarter than a than a lot, and sometimes I think we're not as smart as a lot. It's too smart. We outsmart ourselves. Yeah, it's like when you used to play sports in school, and you go, "Yeah," the, the coach goes, "You got, you guys, you guys didn't get beat. You beat yourselves, or whatever." Yep. Ah, that's horse shit. Sometimes I hated hearing that. Yep. But I'll tell you where well, we're. Once you grow up and you realize that all that horse shit our parents told us when we were kids, we'd listen to it. We'd probably be better off. So yeah. I guess that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? True. True. You can get knowledge out of a book, but wisdom out of life. Wisdom, I think, is more for experience than than knowledge. Like you say, you can get knowledge by. By reading or, you know, practicing. But you don't get that wisdom. You get that only by failing. Yeah. A little pause there. Oh, I had a thought. I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. I have that shit happen to me all the time. If you're a regular listener, you know that. I get air called CRS. <laughs> CRS can't remember shit oh man or if you if you forgot it, it must have been a lie some nonsense like that yep there's some big changes coming up though for uh 
for Danny. I'm still making I'm still making improvements. I I had some I had some little bit of trouble over the the weekend, but uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll elaborate more on that later. But I uh, you know you learn from mistakes, and I guess hey you know it just goes to say it happens your whole entire life because at 44 I didn't think I'd be making the mistakes I'm making now. See, what well, you know you're learning though when you make less of them, but when you do make one, you make a big one. That's the difference. Um, shit. What else was I gonna talk about? Oh, oh, here's some. Let's have, let's have a rant. You got any rants when people piss you off, or you got some? I'll tell you what's been bugging the shit out of me is these, all these uh, smut, Instagram phony Instagram accounts where they. They follow you or they deal and they, and they got there's no pictures, five thousand followers and and you know, it just it just gets old. It's like, come on man. Is this what the Craigslist personals have, have become or <laughs> or the back page, you know, that's how that's how this has become? Like a like a plat an Instagram is not a platform for that. I just don't like that shit. And you know, like I leave my account open, like it's 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 not private because I want to get more followers. I want to hopefully someday attract an audience. But uh, so I mean, if it's private, not everybody can can do that. You limit yourself. But man, I get some ridiculous bullshit. Same thing with Facebook too. You get like a semi hot looking girl wanting to friend request you, but she's from some African or. Or European country that you can't even say the goddamn name of. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, I'm sure that's her. I'm sure that's her. And she's only got like nine guy friends. <laughs> they're and they're all look they all look like uh Napoleon Dynamite's older brother. <laughs> you know, yeah, is this a fake? I think this is fake. No, it's real. Yeah, it's fucking fake. You just get tired of the shit though. That's Facebook has a little bit more better platform on that on that on that I mean subject. I know Facebook kind of sucks altogether. A lot of people get down by Facebook too. Like I'm, I, I'm guilty of it. I get on there and I post some funny shit or just dumb shit, what have you. But mainly it's like I can see a couple of friends, you know, interact with some people. I don't take it too seriously. I think it gets people in a in a. Uh, you know, it fronts, it fronts, it's like, oh, look at me, look at me, I gotta take a picture of every goddamn thing I do in life to show you, to prove that I'm having a good time, when, generally speaking, most people got so much shit going on in their own lives, they don't have time to pay attention to that horse shit. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this, and this is an outdoor podcast, I hope you I like that. I don't know about all those people. What's to do with everybody got to air out their dirty laundry these days? I don't need yeah. to know every goddamn thing about your entire life. And and people are, there's so much, they're not personal no more. Like, you used to have, you know, yeah. people would have their personal, and they should keep that shit to themselves. Or, if your old lady beats you behind closed doors, that's your problem. Yeah, but it's like everybody wants to talk about everything, and it's like it's become a... It's become a, a social media has been the driving force behind it, I think. But like the the, the Henry Wein, what is it, the Henry Wein, Weinstein or Weinstein or no, whatever the dude is, a movie producer, uh, uh, whatever the hell, Holly, Mr. Hollywood, 
that's just banging out all those all those broads fucking Cosby style, you know. And then everybody's tag hashtagging, me too, me too. Like you know, it's like I don't think anybody should get raped, you know. But you can't rape the willing, as my girlfriend always tells me. You can't rape the willing. So, you know, they're only telling half sides of it. Some of them. Some definitely are like, Bill Cosby, he's a sick motherfucker. And I hope he's getting his butthole tuned right now. But uh, he was drugging all them them young girls and shit like that. But, you know, all these, every, and then these women coming out of the woodwork, they just, they just want to, I'm sure I'm going to get some feminist fucking talking shit to me now. But I don't care. I, I I I don't like it because, you know, yeah, the shit goes on. Too many people cry wolf. It don't matter what you are. Oh, they'll, they'll, as soon as they introduce money, oh, they're going to get settlement. All kinds of fucking termites come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And it's just a money game. And it just that's what's sickening. Because if you go back to the, to the infancy of movies, in Hollywood especially, in, like, say, like the golden era, what, the late 20s, early 30s, that's probably that would be my best guess. You know, I'm not a filmologist or whatever, but that you know, that, that's they were high times and you know everybody's living up. There was gangsters out here, the whole nine yards. But that's just been the way it was. If 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 you wanted to be a leading lady in a in a dude in a producer's show, you had to go lay on your back or get on your knees, and that's been like the prerequisite to get in. I mean, they all do it, but now. All of a sudden, it's wrong. People want to cry wolf, and oh, they want to stick their hand out for money. And another angle of it too. So let's just face it: some women like just like the the ween, dude. They just like it, you know. It's like, oh, I gotta do that. That's all I gotta do. So they're all about it. So it's not just it's it's everybody participating in that. And I'm not I'm not I'm not including the ones that you know that have been like Bill Cosby style because that's that fucker's a sick fuck. <laughs> He's a sick fuck, and it's, it's just kind of sad that they didn't nail him till his elder years. But I mean, he'll 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 die in prison. And uh, look at look at your buddy here, uh, old gangster uh, Whitey Bulger. They said he was a rat. He lasted in prison for I don't know how long, not very long at all. And they gouge his eyeballs out, and they uh, and they cut his tongue off. And that dude was a big. That was he was a big time mobster in Boston and shit. They caught him in Santa Monica with his girlfriend and like several million dollars in cash. You know, old fucker like that, gangster, killed a bunch of motherfuckers, killed all kinds of motherfuckers. You know, he's roaming the streets or whatever, like no big deal. I don't know how he got pinched, but and you know how he's getting his money? He was, uh, he would. Uh, he would launder his money by somebody would win the lottery and he would buy the winning lottery ticket off of them so he could so he could get his taxes that he could get his w-2s that way he could clean his money like that that's a pretty good idea he did that twice dude that i know of that's a pretty good idea there's all kinds of sneaky shit people do um i i yeah there's all kinds of it's just like, uh, like on nar- like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you right now. I love Narcos. I don't want anybody who has anything bad to say about that that series. Narcos is a badass portrayal of how shit is and how shit really works. And uh, yeah, they, you know, it's like they said though. I was gonna use that example. I took that a little far out, but to get that, but uh, 
you know, it's like they say in that Narcos. They're just going to, every time you, you take out the drug lords or the cartel or whatever, they come back. A trafficker will come back. Usually stronger, yeah, and and, and you can burn them, you can stomp them, and they're gonna come back, and they're gonna come back stronger, you know, stronger than ever. Then just they just find a smarter way, you know. That's all. So that's all it is. You just gotta outthink the next fucking dick most of the time. Oh man, it's a little warm. But I'll tell you what, it's, it's warmer in Arizona, I can guarantee it. At home, it's probably a, a good 8 or 10 degrees hotter, right out the gate, maybe more. But I'll tell you what, after being, you know, in Yuma now for, this will be my second summer there. Um, uh, shit, you know, it's you're used to it. And I mean, I gotta say too, I mean, I don't love the heat, but I... I'll tell you what, I'd rather be a little hot than cold, man. That cold is brutal. I worked in that cold this last winter, or last fall. Son of a bitch, man. You know, it was seven degrees outside, and I'm having those. And people are probably laughing, going, seven degrees, oh, you big pussy. Yeah, well, I am a big pussy. I don't like that fucking cold. You know, and oh, it's 40 below. Oh, well, fuck you. You can have that 40 below. I don't want nothing to do with it. When they say they come down, the snowbirds, they come down here, though, they it gets about 100 degrees, and they're all melting like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> Somebody threw a pail of water on them. And then, uh, you know, it's just hot, but you just go inside, find somewhere. That's why it's, why it's I don't know, that's an excuse to drink in my book because they got a lot of outdoor, a lot of, uh, like, bars or watering holes, if you will, that have, like, a patio seating and shit where they got misters and you know they're like a garage door rolls up or some shit and they got bar stools around there and so they got the air on this blasting outside and that's 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 a neat setup i like that but you just get out of the damn heat you know and if you if you go to the, the rivers right there arizona's a hot state but there's a lot of places to cool off i mean you for along along any of that colorado river basin the lakes and like Lake Martinez, I haven't experienced it, you know, firsthand, but I've driven by it several times, several times. Want to want to launch a boat in there and see what it's like, but uh, you know, that's the closest one. That's only about 14 miles away from where I live. And then uh, I don't know. Is that part of the Colorado? That's the, I think that's the Gila River right there. But the the, the Martinez is is the Colorado. That's a lot turns off, but see they. I think the Gila and the Colorado converge right there in Yuma. And then it goes down to San Luis, you know, that's where it runs into the... But, uh, I was, you know, being in, you think Arizona, just a desert. Yeah, it's dry as hell in a lot of places, but there's a lot of water in that bitch though. I'm going down to, uh, like, I like that Parker stretch, man. If I, if my girlfriend didn't have kids, I'd be trying to talk her into buying a house over there Parker. yeah and Parker kind of by the strip I mean hey you still got you still got facilities but you're a little kind of, you're kind of out a little bit country style but I mean I would like what, what do they call that section right there where it's, it's in Parker's I don't know if it's on the strip or what do you call that area but there's all these little like little trailer parks or trailer 
you know, facilitated, you know, just trailers on a track. And they, you know, they got water access, like, within a, you know, a block of all of them. That's yeah, that's that's real bitching. Yeah, Parker's bitching. Um, Havasu, I like it a lot, but it just seems like it's it's kind of spendy, and I don't know. I haven't had a problem with people per se, but I've heard the the locals, like the people from Havasu, are a little uppity. But that could be untrue, because you know you find that with. I'm not gonna. I don't want to offend anybody, but. you know, there's assholes in all fucking communities and circles, so, you know, anywhere you go, you're going to find that, but it is it is a little bit more spendy over there, but I do enjoy going to Havasu. I stayed over at that London Bridge Hotel, whatever the hell they call it, um, lots of times. Didn't they used to be a Ramada, and now it's called the London Bridge Resort? I don't know. I, or or something else is the was the Ramada, and they changed it. Because I want to say that London Bridge Resort's been there for a damn long time. But, I mean, it's bitching there, and people come from all over to that son bitch. I mean, like, 4th of July is probably the next big holiday there, huh? No, Memorial Day will Memorial. be. So, like, yeah, in less than... Like about 40 days, about 40 days or so, we're going to see a shit ton of people at Havasu. And it'll be warm, it'll be warm enough, dude, plenty warm. Let me see, get on that, I just need to get on it and uh, get my ass some some side action so I can uh, get that boat I've been talking about. Seems like you see a lot more boats for sale in the wintertime. Than you do in the summertime. It's cheaper in the winter too. Yeah, because people want to get—they're hurting for money, or they want to—they want to do something like go to Glamour, or they want to invest their money, and I'll well, just shit can the boat, and we'll just go to the desert more now, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know those side by sides, them damn uh, Polaris's, and then the what's a Can Am has a what's that other one? There's Can Am, and then there's. Another really badass one, but uh, uh, Honda's even come out with a nice one now. Yamaha too, but the four-door one that you can't beat that that Polaris. And uh, my girlfriend, she really, really likes those damn things. She, she I think I could get get her in one of those, and she would just, I would, she, she could be left alone. I have to keep the beer away from her. I have to keep the beer on lockdown, but she she'd be fine in one of them damn little cars. Yeah, it'd be perfect for the desert. Well, people drive them all over. That's that's another thing about in Arizona that that is that just is. I love it. If you put like uh, blinkers on the son of a bitch, you don't even have to put blinkers. You can use hand signals, but it's got to have tail lights. It's got to it's got to have license plates though, and uh, you gotta you know, it's got to have tail lights and headlights. And I think all those little cars have brake lights built in anyway. They all they have for a long time. And uh, that's good enough. And you can use your hand signals, rock out with your radio on that son of a bitch. I, I, you know, uh, iTunes or whatever the hell you want to call it. You know, your uh, your device. And that's badass. I love I love that whole. Everything's about motorsports in Arizona. 
you know, a lot of motorsports. But I don't know. I think we'll we'll add to this podcast maybe or or uh maybe I'll just put this one out and and uh, come back to you with another one. We got some more tattooing to do, but I have to run some errands. And uh we'll come back with another segment and uh we'll brush up. I'll pick up where we left off. All right.